Welcome to Dorks Are Dangerous, One Shot Edition. I'm here with DM Dave. Dave, please introduce yourself, this wonderful game and his players, if be so kind. Yes, yes. Hello, this is uh, DM Dave. Uh, I played Carrion in Chronicle 4, and so I just decided to do a one shot for you guys. And uh, would like to introduce our players. This is if this is a different, um, but uh, first, uh, want to say that uh, this is a different setting than uh, what you guys are probably used to. This is my own custom setting that I call the Wilds, um, and I'm hope hoping you guys enjoy it. But uh, let's get into the players. Uh, can I start at the top there with the player, Dave? Hey guys, uh, you might remember me from the podcast, uh, so I'll be playing another player here in this one shot. Um, but I was the player from Chronicles 2, 3, and one of the upcoming ones, I think it's 6 now. But anyway, uh, yeah, so happy to be playing with um, the other Dave as the DM. Excited to see how it goes. Okay, Kaylee. Hey everybody, um, you know me from... Dorks are dangerous. I'm in every chronicle so far. Uh, tonight, I'm going to be playing Reyna Silverfond, a Furbolg Lunar so Sorcerer. And hi, I'm Saul. Uh, I played in Chronicle 5. I'll be playing again in Chronicle 7. And uh, today, I'm playing Alan Adel and and Arakakra uh, Bard. Say that three times fast for me. <laughs> Arakakra, Arakakra, Arakakra. I'm committing to that pronunciation, Arakakra. Perfect. And because I'm bad at this, uh, I will be playing uh, uh, Garnish the Sorcerer Rogue Gnome. All right, those are our players. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with you guys. So, as mentioned before, uh, this is a new campaign setting, one that I call the the Wilds. And for those and for those of you at home, uh, this is a different campaign setting, a, a bit more um, like a tr traditional fantasy setting, but overrun and. People everywhere are trying to survive uh, instead of the gods that you would normally have in a, in a, in a setting. They have been taken over by um, great beasts or what some uh, sources would call divine beasts. And so this and uh, the what would be the nations are the territories of these beasts. And so... Our group of adventurers are st starting in the territory of a beast called Kron in a town of Iliad. Um, this town, um, as is sur surrounded by a mountain range, and uh, it is primary. Construction of the buildings are all wood and some stone, and um, it's a large town for the ter ter territory, but it only has about 5,000 people living there. 
And uh, yeah, um, so our adventurers find themselves, um, of course, meet, meeting in, in in a tavern. This is the Bleak Mountain Tavern, and uh, they are meeting with a dwarf called Bentham Orbreaker who was looking to get a protection detail, some, some mercenaries for a protection detail. And uh, can I have everyone, um, can we get a, everyone roll a d20 and uh, we'll give that order in how you guys describe yourselves. That is a 17 for me. Okay, so... Pop there. I'm not sure I'm connected in. I see. Oh, okay. It, it's connected in. Okay, cool. Yeah. Took a second. There you go. I'm not first. I'm three. Nat 20. <laughs> there it goes. Okay. You're Nat 20 at the game, man. You'll <laughs> be the only one. <laughs> Okay, Garnish. Let's have you start with just describing your character first. Yeah, so um, Garnish is, as most gnomes are, rather small in stature, but big in personality. Um, he's got a, a big, big white beard that goes most of the way down to his belly. Um, he's only probably about, you know, two and a half, three feet tall, so that big giant beard is really only like a foot long. Um, a little bit heavy set. Um, tends to wear lots of dark clothes, so you'll see him wearing lots of like purples and dark blues. Um, yeah, hard to tell age with dwarves, as always. Um, big white beard doesn't necessarily mean old, so he might be in his 20s, he might be in his 60s. Always hard to tell. Um, yeah, and that's Garnish. Sounds like it's my turn. So, what everyone sees in the tavern is a seven foot two furbolg, uh, red hair that is braided down one side, uh, kind of grayish fur of skin, very silvery and light. Normally looks pretty regal and presenting very calm. Garnish knows him as a pretty calm and timid voice, but tonight, as they're waiting for their um, contact, she is three drinks deep of very tall tankards, and it's just like, I don't know where I went wrong. I, we were doing so fine in therapy, Garnish, I just don't know. And that's Silver Fond. Well, hi, everybody. My name's Alan, and I'm here to play up to all you lovers and all you lovers to be. I am a beautiful peacock male peacock let me tell you and i ruffle my many um transcendent feathers um i love playing my loot and getting people together nothing better than true love all right those are our characters and our players. So 
so while you guys are sitting there in the tavern, um, a dwarf walks in. He has uh, gray hair. He is uh, his hair is pulled up into a like a bun, and it ends with a very long, uh, defined beard. Uh, you see him wearing a cloak with um, some leather underneath, and he approaches you guys at the table, and it's like, and he says, "Are you guys it?" Are you guys the first people that accepted the offer? Yep, that'd be us. It's uh, about time you showed up. We uh, been waiting here a little while, but yeah, yep, yeah, we're we're here about the ad. Raina kind of shoves some of the takers off to the side of the table, pushes them towards Garnish like they're they're his. Yep. Been here a good long while, and I've been I've been drinking. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is all me. We gnomes are known for our constitution. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks up to uh, looks up to his friend and uh, and nods. She does a non stealthy mouth thank you sign. You're going to give us more details on the job, or are we just going to head out? What say you, uh, Benfim? I'm, I'm Reyna. It's a pleasure. Reyna, uh, my name's Bentham. Bentham Oldbreaker. And, and apologies for, keep, for keeping you waiting. I'll, uh, buy you guys a round. And, uh, he will call over the barkeep and I buy you guys all a round of uh, beer the and uh, when it gets to you guys and you guys n- notice it's the cheapest uh type of alcoholic drink there you go so yeah I'll uh, I'll give you guys more details about uh, where we'll be going and what you guys might expect. So, uh, we are going to the Lofton Basin Quarry to mine some iron ore. And uh, we need you guys to protect myself and four other people as we both journey there and uh, mine the ore there so that we can bring back here. Um, and depending on how much ore we bring back here, you guys will receive a cut of that profit. And, uh, yeah, it's about day's journey, so, so we might have to expect one night on the road there and back. And is, uh, your mining company, your outfit? I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the leader. Um, like you, there. People that I've hired, I've. There's only like 
a couple of them I've worked with before. We're just a small group. Independent prospectors? Or are you looking for something special? Uh, They are independent prospectors. I mean, it's very hard to keep keep work, especially to the place that we're going. The Dread Paws have scared a lot of people off. The Dread Paws? Yeah, the Dread Paws, they're, they're pack hunters. They're, the quarry lives is right on the edge of their territory. And uh, they've run people out, so the quarry's abandoned. And we're just we're just going there to try to get as much as we can, because we really need to get that iron ore here. These dread pods, just so I'm tracking, they're not like intelligent minor beasties like we see in the areas. They're they're true beasties. They're they're. Um... There's no room for <clears throat> negotiating. I guess would be my question. No, they're they're not. They're not that intelligent. I mean, they do hunt in packs, but uh, but uh, they're they're not like they can't have a conversation like you and I. I see. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, we'll be. So we'll. If, if we're unlucky, we might encounter a few of them. Like, like it's just on the outskirts of their ter- of, of their own uh, ter- respective territory they have. So we gotta we gotta make sure we're safe from them. But we might end up getting lucky and might encounter the ravenous mole. Which feed on, on the the dread paws. Oh, if you can point me in their direction, I'm sure we could work something out with them. I've got a way with the with the beasties. And then I accidentally spill the cup <laughs> that's on the table because I'm a little drunk. Barely, <laughs> barely missing. Uh, Alan. Oh my God! How do you say your name? Alan? Alain? How do you say it? Alan. Just Alan. Alan, thank you. Oh, barely missing Alan. Oh dear. Sorry. 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 That's all right. That's fine. And I sort of pick up the glass, put put it back on the table, brush you off. Um, he he looks at you guys with a bit. With a bit of concern in his face. Um, all right. Um, let's hope we don't run into any dread balls. Now, is there any uh, uh, other questions you guys have about the mission? Once we get there, are we going to stick around or are we going to turn right around? Well, when we get there, we'll mine as much as much, much we can with the daylight hours. Then uh, 
we'll make our way back so that we can sell the iron. All right, when are we leaving? We're leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, we will be meeting me and my crew at the front gate, and we'll leave bright, bright and early. Well, that just sounds like two pies and a plan. I'm so excited. Hi. All right. There's no other questions. I'll let you guys be. All right. We'll, uh, we'll see you in the morning. All right. Take care. And Bentham heads out of the tavern and you guys are left at your table with, um, with now two cups of beer. Um, so is there anything that you guys w want to do before uh, heading to bed or anything like that? Cause it's like it's night now. Could I take a peek around the room to see if anyone was particularly eyeing us as that conversation was happening or even after the fact? fervent whispering sort of thing. Five. Roll a perception check. Okay. That's a good old eight. I'm enjoying by my buzz. Um, so when you look around, um, uh, there's the, the people are more, uh, focused in on what you had done rather, rather than the conversation in general. Uh, you t tipping over the beer. I press the dish to the table real quick and then I just kind of sink down into my chair to like six foot and look at the table. Oh, this is why he left. This is, this is why he left. I wouldn't work out too much. I mean, I know you mentioned therapy going well, but like, if you're in going to therapy yourself is one thing, but if you're going to couples therapy, you're kind of in a bad place to start with. So like, eh, things have been flow. Things things have been flow. Besides, besides, you're fine. You're fine. The alcohol looks great. Alcohol looks great. You wear the alcohol fine. It's fine. What were you going to say, uh, Alan? I feel like you were about to say something, unless I'm <laughs> seeing doubles now. Yeah, and then an airplane flew, out, flew by. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's just good that you were able to reach out and ask for help. That's the best. Though. That's the best first step you can take. I mean, there were other first steps that could have been taken, but, you know. It's the best third or fourth step you could take is the best step that you're on is the best yeah, that that's the best i'm going to start drinking but, well i know there were communication gaps and i i get it i'm so tall and they're a fairy and they're so small that sometimes i don't hear them but you know uh, whatever i'm just at least you get to invite me out on this on this job. It'll get my head out of it all, and I'll be able to forget it for at least a day. 
Yep, nothing like, uh, you know, what's the saying? Uh, absence makes the heart worry if you're going to die on a job, I think. That's the saying. Yes, it's something involving dread claws. Something involving dread claws. I think that's what you think it means. I'm not sure that's what it was. Well, I don't. Do we. Like, we know where. Have either of you. Words are words. Have either of you heard of these dread paws? Mr. DM, have we heard of these dread paws? Roll a nature or history check for me. Oh, that's an unnatural 20. Okay. Um, so, three for me. Okay. So, um, from the history check, um, for I'll be giving d different pieces of information for for the both of you because of the history check with it being a twenty three. Um, you will have probably heard about the Lofton Mine Quarry before, or the. What, what did I say it was? The Lofton... Basin Quarry. Basin, Basin Quarry, yes. Um, that uh, in the past um, it was an effective or it was like an actual mining operation um, until at some point um Um, and, and it was a big sort of hunting ground for the for the ravenous moles. But then after some time, the um, mines sort of, or the dread paws were be, became a much lar lar larger threat, and then killed off a lot of people that had worked the mine and the mine had been abandoned since. Now for the nature check. Um, so what you had heard about um, Red Pulse before, Alan, is that they are lanky, all lanky, uh, four-legged creatures. Uh, they have very long, sharp claws. Um, they have a very scrawny body, uh, though their chest and neck is pr pretty thick. Um, and their mouth ends in like a Venus flytrap-like mouth. And uh, with the teeth sort of not really going inside the mouth, but over top the mouth and sort of o overlapping, giving it sort of like that toothy maw. And um, the and it has a habit for sucking the blood from uh, the prey that 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 it kills. 
All right, well, to answer Reyna, <laughs> um, well, I have heard of them. I've heard quite a bit of them, and I am not looking forward to come across them. Oh, dear. Let's hope for those molds. I wonder wherefore we might be able to find said molds. I, it sounds like they may be in the quarry, but it'd be nice to see if we could find one, but it made it sound like they're extinct or close to extinct. I don't know. Ugh. And I mean, dread paws just sound awful because of the dread, but we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Is there any way to tell where we'll be? I thought it was sort of beyond us for mortals to be able to predict where that thing's going to go next. Um, so... Yeah, Kron, um... All the questions I should have asked Brent. Uh, Brenton, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, so Kron, he, uh, or this, this beast, um, since you, you guys have probably been in the town for a while, you guys probably heard rumors and stuff like that. Uh, it's, it's, it seems that the people, uh, haven't seen Kron. Um, but there have been multiple rumors that, they think the mountain chain that uh, you guys are near, where, but what the, what the town is nestled in, is Kron. Oh. Hopefully, they are taking an extended nap. Well, and you know how it is, too. Uh, I mean, we've done these jobs before. We see something too big we don't think we can handle, we abandon the job. You know, like, well, for helping out these dwarves and getting paid, but yeah, we're in it for the money, right? And all that jazz. Much as I might have some issues with your marriage, still probably better that you're in a shitty relationship than dead. So, you know, rule number one. And on over our heads, we bail. Well, it, it's not a, a shitty marriage. It's just, it's a difficult one right now. We just need to work on our communication. But to your point, yes. If it's too dangerous, we run. I know, I know. You guys have anything else you guys want to discuss or do before heading to bed? Nope. Not, then you guys are good to go ahead and go to sleep. And in the morning, you guys make your way to the front gate of Kiliad, the town. And it's the and it's 
the only gate of Killian. Um, um, the rest of it is nestled in this in this mountain range, and uh, what's not the gate is uh, the wooden walls with the spikes at the top. And so you guys see a ga gathering of people there at uh, the front. Of course, you guys see Bentham there. And he's chatting with a few of the other people that you guys see. Of the other group, so there's a total of five, uh, five uh, creatures there. Uh, the first thing, aside from Bentham, that catches your eye is a giant ogre that is wearing nothing but a loin loincloth uh, that you know leather pouch on the side his trusty great club and he's wearing like a holstered Back so it's so so it's so it's like a backpack, but it's open at the top. So you'll probably expect that. Hey, this is this is probably where the, they'll stash the oars, so so they're so that they're able to come back with it. Um. So aside from the ogre, uh, you see next to next right next to him, you see a female goblin. Uh, so has uh, the green skin of a goblin. You see uh, green hair that's been pulled back by a headband. Um, and uh, she wears suspenders with a long sleeve shirt. And then another thing that probably catch another person that probably catches your eye there, you see a female orc. Um, very, very young, young uh, female orc there has a uh, very light clothing and uh, out from her jaw you see two large tusks and uh, she has braided black hair and then of course and then the last person that you guys don't know you see a, a human male in his mid-30s black hair with a rough uh, like scruffy Scruffy short beard, and um, yeah, he he looks a bit nervous about things going on. And uh, yeah, so you guys approached this group of five individuals. Good morning, Well, I do love the color green. And I sort of wander over to the ogre and the goblin. And I suppose, is the orc green? Yes, yes. The orc the right. is green as well. And I'm fluttering my feathers. Uh, my tail feathers. Um, and uh, it's like, well, how are you all this morning? Are you looking forward to getting to that mine? And are you approaching the group as a whole or just... Uh... Yeah, I'm approaching them as a whole, but I'm sort of angling towards the uh, ogre-goblin-orc side of it. 
I'm probably okay. ensuring uh, that Garnish is with us. Yeah, I think I would be right behind the... Maybe not making as much of a, a show, but I think Garnish is, is right behind the two of them. As we, we approach. Okay. Um, so, as you approach uh, Alan, uh, you see the group look uh, look uh, toward, toward, toward you guys. Um, you, uh, the ogre makes a comment. Are we having chicken? Bird. And, uh, and uh, the goblins like, <laughs> don't mind him. Don't mind him. He's. Uh, we'll make sure he gets lots of food at um at at the uh, the end of our mission and stuff like that. He just he's just been a bit hungry. Oh, uh, don't worry about him. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm fairly gamey. I try to laugh it off. I think I'm going to try quite hard to charm this ogre because he seems like he's in a bit of a bad mood. <laughs> Trying to win him over. A little jostle. A little elbow jostle. Uh, roll a... Would that be... Roll a persuasion check. Uh, thirteen. It's like <laughs> funny bird. <laughs> What's your name? Names. Names. Little Rock. <laughs> what did did I understand what he pronounced? <laughs> Glorock. 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 Fine to meet you, Glorock. I am Alan. <laughs> Funny name. Not named my food before. <laughs> I bet you haven't. You funny bird. <laughs> I'm going to turn and introduce myself to his goblin friend. Hi. Hi. My name's uh Ulia. Yeah, don't yeah, he's Glorak's a good boy. He's a good boy, sir. I'll, I'll make sure you're safe. Thank you. And what about you, my fine orcish friend? As I loom over them, not meaning to. Just to do this to myself. I'm Reyna. What do we call you by? <laughs> my name's... My name's Yotel. Yotel? Nice to see. Nice to see... Someone of your... Tall physique here. Oh, well, well thank you. It was... It was all the leafy greens and vegetables growing up. I see you've met Alan. This is Garnish, and I gesture behind me to where I think Garnish is. I just kind of look up 
<laughs> wave directly upward. Yep. Tall stature, folks, huh? So you don't like it when people are short, I guess, huh? In. He's not much of a morning person. Yeah, well. Yeah, if he's able to pull his own weight, I don't mind, but it's, it's typically the small ones that go first. But he has charged into battle first before, that is true. What? <laughs> 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 what? No, 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 that's... Let's be fair. Let's be fair. We're we're the hired help. You know, we'll we'll do what we can. But uh, you guys have a giant. Uh, what are those things called? That oh, you got one of those spiders. giant things. You expect me to run first in the battle? Uh uh. No, I'm just saying you have before, and it was quite heroic. Actually, you might have been going the other way. Anyway, he's very powerful. And what about you? And I gesture to the human. What do we call you by? Um, my, my, my name's Jackson. Pleasure to meet you. Are they pretty nervous looking? Uh, Jack, yeah, yeah, Jackson is, yeah. To Jackson, I will extend my hand out to him and say, pleasure, and see if they'll shake it. Um, he'll, he'll, like, very limply, like, very, like, limp, limply grab one of your fingers and try to shake it up and down. It feels like, like a wet noodle. Mm. And then I, I just kind of nod, and in my head I'm thinking, oh, you're going to be the first one to die, okay. But I don't say that. <laughs> Red shirt equivalent. <laughs> Where is uh is Bentham with them? Uh yes yes Bentham is there. Bentham, sorry. <laughs> well, are we are we ready to go? Do we need to gather anything, or should we should we hit the trails as they say? Oh. Well, it's it uh, it uh, seems like uh, you guys met the crew, and um, yeah, I, I I think we're all set and ready to go. Ready as soon as you guys are, you guys are ready. Of course, Garnish, do, do you want do you want to hop up and I like just my shoulder so you can get a better bird's eye view? No, no, no offense, Alan. Is that offensive? Anyway, Garnish, would you like to hop up? Yes, a piece, please. Thank you. Pick him up, put him on my shoulder. A piece is, okay. is a standing joke between Tame and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's been it's been like the theme of all of my small characters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that's that's so funny. All right, all right. We're we're ready. We're re ready to go. Let's brace ourselves and be on our way. Um. So, 
you guys head out. Um, Ulia is takes a similar posture to Garnish and uh, rides on top of Glue Rock. And um, and uh, you guys make your way through through the plains uh, leading out from the city. I'm going to play a walking song on my lute. Okay. When you start playing, I imagine that uh, Raina kind of starts swaying side to side a little bit. She walks and is probably going to make Garnish a little sick until he tells her to stop. <laughs> probably just suffers through it as long as he can. You've probably all heard the walking songs by now. We've been a crew for a while, but so nothing, no, no new composition. Sing for us, Alan. Sing for us. <laughs> I, I do not have a song prepared, but um, he, he, he's singing about the love between a rooster and a chicken. Yes, I love it. Okay. So of the NP NPCs, um, Uh, y Yotel seems um, frustrated by it. Jackson, he's still nervous, so he's like look, look, looking around desperately. Um, Bentham doesn't pay it pay it too much mind. Uh, you you actually uh, have glue rock that's actually happy with it yes yes and and ulia is also enjoying it so am i aware of the reactions around me or am i blissfully unaware uh roll a perception check where there that is a nat 20. okay yeah yeah, yeah, you see everything. You see Wonderful. Everything. And, uh, you yeah, it, Sorry, yeah, and oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you'll see rocks falling from the sky, but I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll say that you notice that, but then with Jackson specifically, he, he seems to be you can tell he's watching out for something. Um, and uh, you can tell that Glue Rock and Ulia are very close. And uh, yeah, um, that's all you notice with your perception check. Great. I'm glad that we both burned our nat 20s. They're <laughs> no. very early on. No, I just need to burn mine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you tell us that Jackson or seems to be on lookout or anything, or do you keep that to yourself? Yeah, I might give give you guys kind of like a a head tilt towards them and like the little like cutthroat like. Ur, ur. 
Oh, you do the cutthroat motion? Okay, I immediately shot yeah, the grass, but yeah. I was kidding. No, 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 I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I, 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 we don't have a, it's not a video call, but I was literally doing the hand motion because I can't make that noise without that hand motion. Right, right, but right. yeah, yeah. Similar to like zip lips, but on the, by the neck. <laughs> I look, I lean over and look at Garnish. Do you want me to ask or should I? Yep. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. Uh, Jackson and I will pull in beside them, just horribly way looming over them. Question, uh, are you are you looking for dread paws or what are you what are you looking out for for their friend? Well, you coming up beside him, it scares him half to like, oh, 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 oh so you. sorry, so sorry. Oh. Um yeah, to um answer your uh, question, um I I'm watching out for anything that can kill us you know you know i have a family at home i have a daughter of five um and uh you know i'm i need to make it back home to because we're really in need of this money so i can make sure i get home safe <laughs> well that's why we're here we'll make sure you get home safe and of course if, if it's too dangerous at the quarry i know you're struggling for money but there's other jobs to have, so if it does turn scary, you know, it'll be okay. We, you will get home, and you will see your little one, read her a bedtime story, and it'll be fine. Roll, roll a persuasion check. Fantastic, I'm good at those. 21. Okay, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, so he, you see him calm down a bit. Um, he's still very nervous. I mean, that's that's his nature. But uh, for the time being, you you you've definitely calm, calmed him down. And he feels a bit more c comfortable tra traveling with you guys. Perfect. And then with my height and guard on my shoulder, because he is so nervous about. Dreadpaws, as we're walking, I would like to just see if I see weird shifting in the fields. Like, there's the wind that shifts the field, but then there's something like when animals shift the field, the grass will sometimes shift in the opposite direction against the grain, so to speak. So I'm just kind of keeping an eye out for that. Okay, well, I'd say uh, while while you guys are close to, to the city, you guys don't see that. Uh, but as you get further out, uh, the fields turn uh, from a, it goes from a land that um, does have ag agriculture to wild plains and then slowly transitions into a jungle. And uh, when you traverse through the wild plains, I mean, you do see very small shifts in the um actually roll a perception check for me oh okay 20 dirty 20 
Okay. So with that, uh, you do notice that the you note you notice that the graph shifts, um, but um, you see with that le- 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 level of perception that um, uh, there are animals there, but they're not ones to be worried about. They're more of the grazers and the uh, the non-violent kind of monsters or mm. creatures Benign within for our purposes of worrying about them okay. yes yes it, it, there are a bunch of different types of creatures like it's very much alive but but yeah it's nothing that you guys have to watch out for or worry about Right. Um, so yeah, as mentioned before, you guys travel through the plains, travel through the wild plains, uh, and then make your guys' way toward the end of the day. Make your guys' way through the jungle without uh, with, without any issues, of course. Um, with it being nighttime, though, it's uh, time for you guys to set up camp the night and the following day you guys will uh, make the final trek there to the quarry do either of you two have actually do do I know if you two have dark vision since I've traveled to you guys for a while I guess you would know if I had dark vision but uh, me the player does not know if I have dark vision um I don't think I have dark vision. No. Yeah, I have it out to 120 feet. Nice. Okay. So I would ask, do you two mind if I take first shift? My eyes are not great in the dark, as you know. Perhaps I can get Yulta to help me since he can see in the dark as well. Or he can help with second shift. I'm sorry, Alan, I may have cut you off. What were you saying? No, I was just saying that uh, I don't have great eyes either, but you're welcome to take the first shift. Perfect. Do you think you would want to ask if if Ulya or Yulta would help you with the second shift, then that way they can help you see in the dark. Sure, I'll do that. I'm going to go over to them and ask them if they'd be cool with that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They'll. Uh, yeah. You can do it with either or. Um. Um. So if you do with. Yotel, it'll just be you and Yotel, but if you do with Ulia, you'll have Ulia and Glurok. Ulia and Glurok, all the way. All the way. Okay. I'm into those two. Okay. So, yeah, so you'll be taking second shift. And then who's taking first shift? Uh, Goddess, if you don't mind, I can take first shift since you have much better dark vision than I do. Yeah, so I think the plan was that I would take, well, yeah, however you want to slice it. Do you want to take first 
you want to take third shift then? Sure. Yeah, it works for me. I will take first shift and I will ask Yulta if, um, once he's done with his evening preparations, come help me since it'll be too dark soon for me to see much. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, who do you want to, uh, garnish? Who, who do you want to do your shift with? I've got really great dark vision and do not. Well, you know, what? I'll take the new guy. I'll take the new guy. I'll take Jackson. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking like, how would I handle a shift or like what I like hide up in a tree or something like that and just try to stay still inside. Cause if something sees me and takes me out, that's going to be bad. But you know, I think I'm, I'm going to take Jackson and I think I'm going to stretch a bunch and be like, Hey, Hey Jackson, buddy. Hey, uh, so I think we should take we should take third shift if you don't mind giving me a hand and uh, you know you can you can help keep me up uh, you know push me up on your shoulder maybe and uh, you know help me get a better advantage if that sounds good to you. Jackson's gonna be cannon fodder. <laughs> uh, I mean, if are you are you sure you want me? Well, yeah, for sure. You look like you're not going to sleep anyway, so I feel like that's perfect. Um, and you'll probably scream if I fart. So you know, uh, we, we if something happens, we got to wake everybody up. And I think you'll you'll be able to handle that real good. That's really what you want on night guard. You want someone who's going to be loud and vigilant. You're you don't want a fighter. You don't want a tough and ready to go at it kind of guy uh, doing the night shift and guard duty. No, no, no. You you want the you want the fellow who hasn't slept who looks like he's gonna just absolutely <laughs> scream as loud as you can if a bird goes by. That's that's who you want to. You want a mind shaft canary. <laughs> I, I I mean I can do that. I'm not much in the way of protecting, but and he oh, looks and he, and he looks down it looks down down at you. Um I mean, I'd much rather be with the tall lady, but, you know, um, I mean, if I have to. Yes, you have to. Like, <laughs> like that was yeah, 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 I was like, did we cut out? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Just let the deafening silence be his answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Okay. Um, so shifts are decided. There will be three shifts. Um, so so uh, we'll start out with the first shift with Reina and Yotol. Perfect. So I. So is it perception advantage? Is it perception? with just normal since he's helping me but I don't have dark vision or am I helping you uh, with, uh, with or we'll, we'll, we'll just say with both of you guys looking it's going to be advantage okay ooh we got a, a 23 23 okay 
Um, so yeah, uh, with a 23, um, you guys, or you guys notice, um, some small, small critters walking here and there and stuff like that, but, uh, nothing that seems like a threat. Um, now, Yotel sits there. Is it something to where you would like to maybe have a conversation with her, or do you just want to sit through sit through the night and just watch things? I have a lesser and I'll say, so Yotel, how did you how'd you come to meet Brentham? Have you Brentham? Have you uh, have you worked with them before? Was this a, a first time gig? What's your story in all this? She, she, she looks a bit annoyed, but she'll answer your question. Um, yeah, this is, this has been, uh, like my, uh, third or fourth time with him. And, um, I've, so yes, yeah, so yes, I have worked with him before. Yeah, this is, uh. It's not something that I want want to be doing. I'd much rather be like you guys and be a mercenary, but my family is not going going to allow me to do that. They say it's too dangerous. I don't like to leave, and I like to. I still like to be able to face that danger. But so this is so this is the best thing. This is the best thing that I could do. So, I'm here, and not in that cramped little town where we live in. Raina's just going to casually look over to see if anyone's awake or listening, and she's going to look down at Yulta and say, You know, I was only in my 15th season when I ran away from home to adventure. I'm not saying you should run away from home, but if you're not happy, Sometimes just leaving a note is the best way to portray what you want to do with your life. Sometimes you have to strike out. I'm not saying make your parents worry, but if in the future, I'm assuming she's still like maybe early 20s for an orc, maybe even younger. So I'm not trying to say child runaway, but uh, and she goes, Sometimes you just need to find your own path, so to speak. And that's how I met Garnish and Alan and Sti- Another party member of ours who's not here currently, out doing some other tasks. But if you, this is what you would like to do, I think after this mission, you should further consider it. We might see some danger, and then you'll know how you truly feel about it. You know what? I haven't thought of it like that. I'll take that into consideration. And if you consider it more seriously, we are probably going to be in town for a while longer. And if you do have skills that would aid us, I'm sure I could talk the 
the others into letting you come with us for a couple of adventures. Get your feet wet, so to speak. Roll a persuasion check. Ah, sure for you. Nineteen. Okay. Well, you know what? I might take you up on that offer, but first you've got to prove prove, prove yourself this mission. I wouldn't want to be with anyone I can't trust my back around. Fair enough. I will happily take you up on that challenge. Good. Good. That's it. Okay, so you guys finish out your first shift. Uh, then we go into so you guys wake up. Um, Alan, Julia, and Glue Rock, and uh, now it's time for your guys to shift. Well, it's just Alan, Uli, and Gruly. I am. Uh, stretching out, and I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna pick up like some, are there like pine cones on the ground, or, or some kind of like tree seed? Hello, David. Did we lose you? Right. Did I lose oh. you? Oh no, no. Uh, so you're picking it up and doing what with it? Oh, it, 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 I'm gonna cast a light on it, and sort of, my, just because my eyes are not so great in the dark, I'm just gonna like chuck it, you know, give it, give it an overarm chuck into the near distance. So there's like a little bit of a dome of light ahead of us, whichever direction that we're watching from. And Glurok sees that and he goes, <laughs> "Pretty." Well, I can do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> and Ulia um, sees what you're doing. It's like, and uh, she she ta- tells you, you know, I haven't seen Blue Rock uh, get with or uh, get close with someone else besides me. So, we really appreciate that. He's had a, he's had sort of a lonely upbringing. Well, I'm so glad that you're willing to share him with me. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, was, uh, it was uh, difficult raising him alone. You know, I found him when he was young. So I've been trying, trying to raise him. <laughs> This is not my character laughing. This is she's his mom. It's so cute. Oh my god. Um. Yep. Uh, sorry. Um. Keep it together. Um. Um. Well, that is so kind of you. Um. I can't imagine what challenges that must have faced. Now. How how are y'all in how are y'all all miners? Well, um, this is 
Well, let's just say feeding a fellow like him is pretty expensive. And when we were, when uh, first found him, I did, I did, did make the s smartest decisions. I, you know, have to get some uh, meets meets people, make some bad decisions, and and. Uh, yeah, it's now I'm having a big bill to pay along with uh, the cost of feeding them. So, um, so yeah, um, so that's why I'm here. I mean, this is this is dangerous work, but it's the best job around. I mean, this iron ore. I mean, they're really neat, 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 needing it back in town. So, I bet they are. And we're running low, and since we've been without the quarry for so long, I mean, we've we had we've had to make a run so, so sooner or later. So here here we are, and it's and it's not difficult to get work like this with good old glue rock. I'm going to strum a tune about a chicken taking care of her chick. Just two birds in the chicken run pecking and clucking and having fun under the sunshine in the hay feathers a-flutter in their own sweet way Uga gives you a big smile. And, uh, and, uh, Blue Rock says, um, yeah, Blue Rock says, um, pretty song, mommy. Oh, my heart! <laughs> <laughs> Alan's over here getting a new family. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm being the loudest sentry. I'm throwing light into the... <laughs> I was gonna say, we haven't seen your perception check either. in the name of love. It's in the name of love. Oh, no. Okay. Roll a... performance check. And then roll a perception check. Nat one on performance up to eleven. Oh, no. Okay. Um, and what was the one perception? Yeah, perception. That is a twenty-three perception. Okay. I'd um, much rather your everything. performance suck than your perception show something. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was out of tune, and also that was the first thing, time. It's all the player has sung in a long time, so you know. So, f fortunately, there's no critical fails on uh, skill checks, just uh, attacks and stuff like that. So you do have an 11. Uh, so with that, um, yeah. Um, so you do cause the forest to go into, become a bit more active. Uh, you see that with your perception check. And, act, and actually roll advantage with perception because you have two other people holding you 
or helping you. I'll just roll again and we'll take whatever which one is higher. Yep. That's a 16. So I guess the 23 wins. Yep. Yep. So with that, um, yeah, um, you see that the animals are a bit more restless. Uh, with your singing, it, it does cause dis dis disruption, but as you guys continue your watch throughout the night, you, you don't see any, you don't see anything happening. So uh, you guys saved it tonight. Okay. All right. I'll I'll tap uh, I'll tap garnish awake. Yeah. I slept so well. I don't know what the hell it was. I had a lovely dream. But like a couple of birds? It was weird. Anyway. And then I'll go over and uh wake Jackson up. You scared me. Oh, wonderful. You uh you probably didn't sleep at all, huh? Right? I just got to sleep. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Great. It just, I knew you were the right one for guard duty. All right. Well, tip number one is uh, we go out towards the edge of camp. And then uh, step number two, you lift me up, put me up on your shoulders. Step number three is stay there until late. Sound good? You're, you're leaving me? Nope, nope, no. Nope. Sorry, maybe I misspoke. You're picking me up and putting me on your shoulders and holding me all night long. It's uh, part guard duty, part like uh, strength training. Uh, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, Twenty-one. All right. So, you bet you you better protect me. I mean, that's why you're here. Um, yep, you you know it, buddy. Got to get you home to your your uh, your wife and son, right? <laughs> daughter, but yeah. Yep, yep. You're very important. You're very important to us. We care very much about your survival. It's not just the job. We take it personally, buddy. Don't you worry about a thing. Roll a d deception check. Or or persuasion. Oh, I'm think. good with deception. I got a plus nine. It is a 22. <laughs> this poor guy. <laughs> He's just like some dude. Dave, you play <laughs> assholes way too well. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate your concern and thank you, thank you. Yep, no, no problem, no problem, Jackie boy. Well, up, up you go. So I want you to roll a perception check with advantage for. Thank you kindly. Well, actually, just straight roll, because... Uh, he doesn't have dark vision. <laughs> yeah, and he's not being much help. 
Yep, and he's, uh, yeah, I figured he's, uh, as a human, I was like, yeah, he's probably not going to be too. He'll be a good stand, that's about it. Alright, <laughs> uh, perception. Garnish is used to having Reyna, who's much taller. <laughs> My wisdom is not, uh, not a great multiplier, so that is just an 11 for me. Okay. Good. So with that... You don't see anything, but uh, with your senses, you hear the forest go quiet. And then... Uh, would my, does, do I actually like take note that things have gotten eerily quiet? Yes. Okay. Uh, is Jackson wearing any armor? Um, no. I mean, he's maybe wearing whatever the cheapest armor there is, but aside from that. But essentially, essentially, it's it's not really... Like, so the question I'm asking is, uh, can I cast Mage Armor on him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Just as I notice things get quiet, I'm just be like, hey, listen, don't, don't worry about a thing. Everything's going to be just fine. Boop! Little mage armor on him, just to, you know, and and maybe a little mage armor on me too. Why not? Last for eight hours. Can't hurt to just be prepared. Um. So yeah, you cast mage armor, and um, you guys get this protective magical force that forms around you, and. Um, You guys wait five minutes, ten minutes, half hour, and then once the, a full hour has passed, the other animals start to, or the forest comes alive again. And you end your guys' third watch. Whoa. All right. See, Jackson, everything's fine. Lights coming up. Everybody seems like they're doing great. We'll just go ahead and wake up camp. See, it was fine. It was fine. Nothing to worry about. Huh? See, you're a pro with this. You're a pro. Real pro. You gotta go far, bud. You gotta go far. Thank you for your thank you for your protection. I see that you're a man of your word. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fair but the trick thing, bud. Honest honest garnish. That's what they call me. Yep. Oh, sleeping over across camp, you just hear Raina snort in her sleep suddenly. Yeah, so I guess we go about waking up the camp and yeah. getting ready to move on for the day, yeah? Okay, so with that snort, uh, Jackson makes a little shuffle like, ah. Ah. Okay. So he was just a bit scared there. I just I want to drop a feather on his shoulder. I want to like take one of Alan's like molten feathers and just drop it on his shoulder. So bad. Just bully the hell out of Jackson. 
Seeing eyes are awake now. So. Good morning already. Fantastic. Is everyone in the camp? Is anyone missing? Yeah, everyone's there. Uh, no one seems to be missing. So, yeah, we are good. We're good. Um, and yeah, so you guys wake up, have some breakfast, and you guys make your way to the quarry. Um, uh, Anthem says, all right, guys, we're, we're just a uh, half hour out, so. So we'll be there and we'll get to work. Wonderful. Now, go ahead. I was going to ask, um, like, uh, so are, are we walking through fields again? Like, where, how, how are we getting there? I imagine there must be like some mountain in the distance that we're headed towards or something. Um, so you guys are currently in a jungle and um, the direction that you guys have been heading is actually downhill. Um, so, so yeah, so you guys are heading downhill into what looks to be a basin. Because the quarry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A jung a jungle basin. So you guys are walking. We'll be walking downhill through this thick jungle into. Uh, Toward, toward, toward the quarry and uh, as you guys approach um, you see the jungle starts to clear out and you see a big open um, big open clearing in, in front of you guys to the left um, you see uh, at your guys' level before it seems to the uh, the clearing seems to drop down into this um, area. Uh, you see a dilapidated building, a wood structure. It looks like the roof, roof's f falling in. And then around the different, around the core, you see a bunch of large rocks, large boulders jutting out of the floor of the quarry with uh, different uh, rocky nodes and stuff there. And so, welcome to the Lofton Quarry ba uh, Basin Quarry. Fantastic. I would like to cast Mage Armor on myself before we get down there, just to be on the safe side. And I'll look over at Alan. Alan, do you need me to spruce up your armor at all or are you okay i would surely appreciate it i can definitely do that for you once i find the spell there it is there you go there's one for you one for me thank you and then i was just wondering i know i know we've heard about maybe some ravenous moles in the area should i go talk to the trees about 20 feet behind us and just See if they want to direct them our way. Sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. Go talk to the trees. Tell them to 
if there happens to be one of those ravenous moles in the area, things that eat the dread paws, uh, send them our way. Talk to the trees? Yes. You know Is I've this something I've seen you do before? <laughs> probably. <laughs> you just think I've okay. you probably see me like tend to a garden talking to plants that way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Oh yeah, do 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 your thing, girl. Uh, DM. I would. I would go. What? Oh, I was gonna say I, I'm gonna go with you. Okay, I was gonna say DM Dave. How far back is the jungle trees, or like the largest fauna I could find? Yeah, the jungle trees. I mean, uh, before the quarry starts, starts you are looking at maybe five to ten feet of of uh, just grass and dirt before it actually gets to that thick foliage. Perfect. I will walk up to the thick foliage, to one of the larger trees, and I'll go, Excuse me. So sorry to bother you. I know you have so much photosynthesis to go through today, but if there are any ravenous moles in the area, could you send them our way? I feel like they would really help with tilling up your roots afterwards. I just want to make sure they're in the area. I think it'll be a snack for them. And basically, it is my um, speech of beast and leaf ability. Uh, essentially, I can communicate in a limited manner to beasts, plants, and vegetation. They can understand my words, but I cannot understand them in return. I have advantage on all charisma checks to influence them. So I have no idea if they're going to respond to me, but I can roll a charisma check to see if I can influence them to do the thing. Okay. Um, can 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 you repeat what you said? Uh, essentially, or... I'm asking them if they'll send the ravenous moles into our vicinity, and maybe to help the trees out themselves, will they they can till their roots to make the soil better for them as they come through. Okay, roll a roll a charisma check. Okay. Oh, it's a nine. I said lucky. Hang on, I will burn a lucky just for this. <laughs> this is important you, to me. <laughs> you also have you also have uh, uh, advantage. Okay, well, if it's an advantage, then it's still a nine on both times. <laughs> Yep, yeah, uh, but that's okay. But but you didn't use use your lucky feet if you still want to use it. Okay, I will try. God, it's a ten. <laughs> that's never supposed to work, apparently. <laughs> the trees made their decision. <laughs> I do. I am the not trees the will not be persuaded by the. I, <laughs> I am not the Lorax. I do not speak for the trees. <laughs> yeah. So. So you speak, speak to the plants. You're not sure how effective it is. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you do that. And so you're going to go in and head back to the group as, as they're making their way deeper into the quarry. Uh, before, before we head back, uh, do we spot any small birds? Make a perception check for me. Maybe. Yeah, our bird that's down at the quarry. <laughs> um, so 
so garnish a bird actually lands on top of your head but and you're looking around but you but you don't see a bird it's weird how quiet this forest is you know i i have the ability that i was hoping i could spot a bird maybe hire him to keep an eye out for us but yeah there, there's just nothing around huh and just as i'm turning my head i'm guessing the bird's just staying there squarely on top of that yeah yeah and of yep. course uh Raina says nothing. Raina wouldn't see it either because i'm on her shoulder <laughs> yeah you're too high for my eyes to see it yep um <laughs> that works for me off we go <laughs> um and then as you guys make your descent the bird does fly off so oh, I, was, I was hoping to make a little nest of this hair <laughs> maybe next time yep who knows? And I went to grab some uh, some straw or so, something like that. Um, so, um, yeah. So you guys are making your way down toward the center of the quarry, uh, where the uh, bulk of the iron ore is, and yeah, you know, the miners start the mining and and uh, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Glurok uh, sit, sits down with his back toward the group, or to the miners, so that they can just chuck the ore in to fill up his basket. See, so he's a dump truck. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Alan is going to stay. I, it, Alan's going to stay above the like at the top of the ladder or however they got down, um, and just sort of. Keep keep watch above the quarry area. Okay. Uh, so, what is everyone else doing at this time? I was looking at spell slots. So, how about Garnish go next? Um, I'm probably going to see. I I'm thinking if these things are predatory, there's going to be one or two. One of two things they're going to want to do. Either they're going to want to pick off the small ones that are separated from the pack. Or they're going to go for the big the big guy. You know, if they want to wipe us out, they're going to go for the big guy first. If they want to do gorilla tactics, they'll pick off the little ones once in a while as soon as you separate out. So I'm going to be sticking to my friends uh, just nonstop. Like, I will absolutely not be more than a foot away from, from Rana at any point. <laughs> Feel like that is how you survive as a small thing. That is if you true. find the bigger thing, not the biggest thing, because the biggest thing is also a target. Just a relatively big thing, and do not leave it aside. Um, but I promise. <laughs> yeah, but I promise our friendship is absolutely not one of convenience. Like, right. For sure. Raina hasn't let you crash on her couch multiple times throughout your life. <laughs> Um, I am, so to that point, I'm probably sticking closer to Jackson's part of the quarry. Even though the goblin is a small, she's on the biggest thing, which is, uh, Gulrock. So I am sticking a little bit closer to Jackson, just to make sure they don't get picked off when no one's looking. Even though he will scream and be the loudest, probably the weakest. Copy that. So, you guys are. 
so you guys are watching um, and keep, keep, keeping watch as they mine. Uh, can I have you guys make a group uh, perception check? Twenty-three. Sorry, one second. Eight. The earnest talking in my ears distracting me. <laughs> We're talking about your marriage. <laughs> Dave, you might be muted, by the way. Uh, but as Garnish and her are talking, I, I, you keep saying it's a bad marriage. It's just, it's just a rough patch. Granted, that rough patch has been for five years, but it's still just a rough patch. It's been, it's. Uh, I mean. At some point, you have to ask how, yourself how much of this is like a permanent fixture of your relationship dynamic. You know, like maybe it's salvageable, but I feel like you would need to do something to like really upset the balance, really shake things up, really knock you know, knock yourselves loose out of this pattern you're in. You know, and I mean, if you have to do something that severe, I mean, maybe maybe divorce is what you need so you can have a good relationship again really knock yourselves out of the out of the groove of things you know stop taking things for granted stuff like that i mean does it have to be divorced though because is there other things well i mean that's the funny thing about marriage though too right like if the if part of the problem is that you're just like both not gonna get divorced do you feel confident that you're gonna stick through it no matter what like that's an easy thing to take for granted how do you how do you show somebody also also, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But, like, if things are gotten that bad... Alan, help me out here. You understand as I shout across the quarry to them. What are you talking about down there? Divorce, I think. Really? You're gonna take that step? I don't want to. I'm, I'm just looking for advice. Because we're totally distracting. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, I think you should do that in the presence of a therapist. Really help. That's, that's the problem, though, right? Like, people are like, oh, no, let's just talk about it in therapy. And then they stop working on it outside of therapy, right? Well, ma maybe you need a good therapist to put together a plan. It's good to be able to be honest with each other in a constructive, safe environment. Isn't it a bad sign that they're not already in that environment? Like, I feel like that's a bad thing. I feel like that's well, I feel like she's taken all the steps to get into that environment. I love this. <laughs> Alan, you see out of the corner of your eye um, some movement among the trees and bushes and foliage across the, uh, across on the other side of, side of the quarry. So wait, 
Can you help me understand the shape of the the, the place? It's on. It's the opposite side of the the pit from me. Yes. Yes. So it's so so it's essentially this giant pit that slowly uh, descends to the center, which which, which is the lowest point. Um, there's like a there's like a five to ten foot clearing around the edge of the the start of the quarry and then mm-hmm. a ring of the jungle slash foliage with yeah them. and you guys came in from the south and mm-hmm. this is coming in from the north right so i'm seeing something like through the trees in the north yes yes you see um you see uh movement within the bushes and stuff like that all right, and be like, hold it right there, Garnish. Hold it right there. Um, I'm gonna ping a whisper can't. Uh, sorry, a, a message cantrip at uh, my, my my pals, um, and just tell them uh, movement to the north. Turn to the south because my reception check was poor. <laughs> well, that means you're looking at me, so that I like put my I like point my wing in the other direction. <laughs> I turn around. <laughs> <laughs> the foliage starts settles for a little bit. I'm going to flap over there. I'm going to fly across the quarry area to the northern boundary. I'd like to get a head count of everybody and where they're exactly at in distance from me. The rest of the the miners. Okay. So 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 they are so the miners are probably within the dead center. Um, There's a unburdened trail leading up toward the cabin which is in the south west of the qu- quarry on 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 top of the hill um so they are taking up probably a four by four square you're probably five 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 to ten feet from them um and then the other side side of the clearing is probably 30 feet it's like a was it probably a 50 foot radius, a hundred foot diameter, which that probably doesn't sound big or does it? It's probably more like 500 feet across, uh, the diameter of the, um, area. And so guys probably have, Was it probably 200 feet from the edge of the quarry? Okay. Okay. So, Alan, you said you'd go across. Thank you. Um, I've um, fluttered down on the northern side, um, and I want to 
try to get a better look, see if I can... And I've been keeping an eye out while I've been flying over there. See, like, if something is moving to another edge. But I'm trying to peer deeper into the woods without going into them. Uh, DM Dave, you're muted if you're speaking. Yeah. Let me do something real quick. Okay. Um, okay. So with your... Can I have you make, make, make another perception check for me? 21. Okay. So with the 21, you see... Two, uh, two sets of eyes staring back at you. Yeah. And with that reaction, they jumped. They jumped towards you. I need everyone to roll initiative. Da, da, da. There's the nat twenty twenty three. <laughs> It's all ones from here, baby. Uh, I'll reroll again. I probably should throw my token out there so it catches it. Oh. Um. Five. There's the other nat 20. I'm screwed. <laughs> Did my token go out? I don't see it yet, but I'm also really scrolled in here. Um. Oh. I've uploaded it. Can you remind me how to put it on there? Yep, so when you... Let me get this thing out of the way. So in the top uh, corner right where the gearbox mm -hmm. is, and like in the middle yep. there it says journal, you should see characters and then a little icon right there. Characters. You should have like Just... a little character sheet that says some random name. Oh, okay, yeah, I do have that. Pull that onto the screen, click it, like, just, like, left-click it once, and then roll to get your initiative. Um, and roll in, in, uh, D-Beyond. D yeah, yeah, yeah. There you are. We are all in there now. Okay, I'm rolling for mining team and the dread paws. <laughs> uh, then where's the dread paws? So while you saw two two sets of eyes, three dread paws actually come out. Okay. Well, they all rolled poorly. Love that for us. Okay, so there are three dreadpaws uh, right around you, Alan. Alan. So, Reina, you're up first. Love that for me. All right. What am I going to do with my life now? Is the next question. 
Let's see here. So they're all up there at the top of the quarry where Alan is. Can I see them? From where I stand. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make out them. Um, uh, one, de one detail about um, that wasn't mentioned before is you see that um, uh, the back of their heads uh, going down their neck, they have scales like a pangolin. If you guys know know what those are, I do. Mm -hmm. That's slightly horrifying. Okay. Okay, and they're like you said they're like a hundred feet away, two hundred feet. Two, 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 two hundred feet right now. And I only see three of them. Yes. Oh well, I will not. I'm going to hold my turn. But I will use my free action to shout up to Alan, Get back here! And um, I will hold my turn until these things are closer. Within 60 feet of me. Okay. Okay, Garnish, your turn. Um, how far away are we from these these things? Uh, Two hundred feet at this point, aside from Alan, who's uh, within ten feet. Excellent. Okay. Uh, I'm going to at the first sign of danger. I'm going to pitch off of um, Brino's shoulder. And uh, do I see any rocks that look high enough that I'd be able to duck behind? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is a large boulder uh, around uh, 20 feet nearby. Excellent, excellent. I am going to go ahead and do some prep work on my turn. I'm going to go ahead and jump behind, uh, jump off, get behind a boulder to try to get um, cover. Use my action, just uh, actually, I'm going to hold my action for anything that gets in 120 feet, I'd like to cast Firebolt. And then, just if anything hostile gets within 120 feet of me hiding behind the boulder, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Shadow Blade, which I will post in the BTT. Okay. Is then that your turn? Uh, yeah, that, that should do it. Okay. Alan, your turn. All right. Um, so they are, are they sort of let to the left in front and to the right of me? These three? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. I am going to heed my friend's advice and have, um, retreat. Um, I'd like to, how far am I from the edge of the, um, of the quarry? Well, I'd say with you getting as close as what you were, you're probably right at the edge. So you're 10 feet from the clearing or, or mm -hmm. from the edge of the jungle. Mm -hmm. um, so, and they're right, j just coming out of that. And then All right. about 200 feet from the rest of the group. As they jump out of me, I would like to cast Bane. 
Um, so they all need to make charisma saving throws. Uh, save is 15. 15. Okay. Where are they at? Okay, so... I peck, uh, I, I peck my, my wing to take the drop of blood required. Okay. Okay, so we got a 13, a 12, and a 12. So they all three fail. Nice. Great. Okay, so for the next minute, as long as I maintain concentration, um, any... Basically, any roll they're making, they subtract the d4. Um, okay. And um, I would like to... Uh, so I'm, I'm flashing that. And meanwhile, I am... Um, I want to do like the Looney Tunes thing where I'm walking off the edge of something, but I'm still in the air because I'm a bird. Um, so I'm like taking very exaggerated steps backwards, but flapping as required to stay aloft. Um and then once I have done my comical bit, I'm going to just flap away as far as I can. Okay. And you're going straight back? Yes, in the air. So I guess I'm however high up the ladder goes. Okay. Um, so... So yeah, so the dreadpaws are at a higher L, L elevation where compared to where everyone else is at this point. Mm -hmm. So you're, if you're going at that top, I'd say, all in all, the thing, the uh, quarry probably goes down thirty feet. So it's thirty feet there toward the base. So, um, and then what's your fly speed? Is it like fifty? I don't know where to find that on my character sheet. She should be under the very feature. top. It's oh, my oh, walking wait, speed. Where it says walking. Or click it. Oh, yeah. Flying is 50. Yeah. Okay. So you're 150 feet from the group. Um, mm -hmm. And 30 feet above them. Probably because it's a decline, it's doing some quick maths here here yeah, do your trigonometry like let's say 10 feet above the ground how tall is um is reyna seven and two okay cool seven two yeah so i'm in i'm in jumping distance of you cool love it okay now so do you end your turn Yes. Okay. So now it's the ogre and the miner's turn. They hear you call out and go and, and explore that area. And um, they see what's going on. They see that all well, the dread paws are here. So they're all going to bucket towards um, the dilapidated building um, in the southwest. So. Uh, so they're going to dash. So with glue rock in tow, they're probably 150 feet from it or 100 feet from it. No, I must say 150 feet from it. So they're going that way. Um, and that's going to end their turn. 
And now it's the Dreadpaw's turn. So you are 50 feet, uh, six, six, 60 feet from, from them. Um, so they are all going to three, going to run in your direction. Let me know when they get within 60 feet of me. Okay. So 420 of me. Four, four, 420 of you. That means that they would have to be 30 feet past me. 30 feet past you. It to be within 120 of him if he's 200 away from me, right? Yeah. No, he's he's 150 for me. Yes. Yep. I need to get some sketch paper. <laughs> so, so it's 120 feet for both of you guys. For me, it's 60 feet, and I'm in between Garnish 60. and Alan. Garnish and Alan. Okay. So, um, like this kind of. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they have 60 foot move, movement speed, so they are right right underneath you, Alan. Ah. And uh, other two don't seem interested, interested in you, so they're going to go another 60 feet. And so they are going to be at 90 feet, which is within that 120 foot range. Okay, then that would uh, be my reaction, uh, or my held action, firing firebolt at one of them. Okay. Can I roll to attack? Nat 20. Good roll. Hell yeah, good. And then I got a three. I rolled two d10s and I got a three. Oh, buddy. Oh, uh, no. Do you have lucky? No, that is number damage rolls. No. <laughs> oh, man. Well, sometimes the dice tell a story. <laughs> okay. It's a headshot. <laughs> so. It's a so you're, <laughs> so you're looking out from behind, behind the rock and can't quite get a good beat on where they are. Uh, you just see a bunch of rocks in, in, in the way. So you take a Hail Mary shot and you and you actually clip one of them. And they take three points of fire damage. Okay. And we're going to name that one Dreadpaw number one. Smokey. Smokey. So it is lose the three three points of health and so yeah so they're within 120 feet of no they're within 90 feet of you guys um, except for the one that's right under Alan and it's going to do ability it has called I think it's called pouncing bite. Uh, so it leaps up 30 feet in any direction and reach a target. So let me roll to attack with it. I'm guessing an 11 does not hit. It does not. Okay, so you being the 
nimble bird that you are, you're able to dodge out, out of the way as it tries to grab you with its fangs. And that ends their turn. Top of the round. Reyna, it's your turn. All right. These things are still more than 60 feet away from me. Yes, they are 90 feet. Oh. Uh, two of them are 90 feet and one's 100 feet. And how far? So let me think here. So Alan's 90 feet from me then. Okay. Uh, sh- no, Alan's 150 feet from you. Fantastic. Okay. Um, I will. What does this one do? I will do chromatic orb. It's 90 feet. And I'm going to pop that at second level. Second level? Okay. We're going to do thunder damage. Thunder? Okay. So let's see here. We're going to roll thunder. Oh god, does a 15 hit? Double check, I think it just does. Oh, okay, 15's AC, friends. Okay. No, you still hit it by a little bit, so yeah, 15 hits. 19 thunder damage, please. 19 thunder damage. Okay, so... With that... Um, oh, and uh, which one are you targeting? The one that was damaged or the one that wasn't? We'll go for the one that was damaged. I see blood in the water and I'm going for it. Okay. So that is doing the math for it. Doing that. Doing that. Okay. So you've done your damage to it. You give a loud or a, a ball of uh, white light energy and fling it towards uh, the dread paw that had a l- l- lucky shot from uh, Garnish. And um, you hear a loud thunder sound as it strikes the strikes this dread paw. And then I'm going to free action to garnish over my shoulder, say, get to the building. And I'm going to hold my ground. Okay. And that ends your turn. That sure do. Garnish, your turn. Okay. Um... Did I miss something? Is there a building? The miners ran towards the dilapidated building that's to the southwest in the quarry. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, How far is the building from me? Uh, 200 feet. Okay, I'm just thinking how I want to... Yeah, these things are pretty easy to move. Okay, so I will go ahead and... uh... I will first, before I go, use my action to do another firebolt over at Smokey. Okay. 
21 hits. Uh, 21 hits. Cool, cool, cool. Sixteen. All right. So that is. It's looking pretty singed up right now. You take that fireball and it just covers. It goes under its spine or its uh, scales around its neck, and it looking pretty burnt right now. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Uh, after doing that, I'm then going to use my movement to head towards the building. And then, since I have level 2 in Rogue, I'm going to use my bonus action for coming action to dash and get myself another 35 feet. So, 70 feet total towards the dilapidated mining hut. So, that puts you at 130 feet. You actually ran past the miners. <laughs> it keeps going. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And and Jackson, <laughs> Jackson, stay there. Just like you're supposed to protect him. He's okay. just scouting. He's just scouting ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so does that end your turn? That is the end of my turn. Thank you very much. All right, Alan, your turn. Um, remind me, how far am I from Reyna? Uh, from Reyna, uh, you're 150 feet. Right, okay. Um, I am going to... I don't know if I can charm these things. I did a nature roll earlier that seemed to reveal things about these guys to me. But I don't suppose that would tell me anything about like the effect of magic on them. Yeah, it's something that uh, roll an Arcana check. That's an eight. Eight. Okay. Um. So. I mean, you haven't heard of anything specifically, but you can tell that after the magic you guys have used, one looks pretty hurt. Okay. Um, well, the one beneath me, I'm going to try to enthrall. Okay. Ooh, um, that's a fun spell. It needs to make a wisdom... Wait, let me... Um... It needs to make a wisdom save. Wisdom save. And remember that it's Bane, so it needs to subtract a d4. Okay, yep. Um, so enthrall, one minute. That's a DC wisdom save. Alright. So that's a five. <laughs> um... No need to just subtract the d4 from that. Um, if it can be charmed, it's charmed. Okay. Hooked on phonics work for him. Anyway. That was a terrible joke. I apologize. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> any any creature that can't be charmed things, and if you are fi finding a creature has advantage, so let me actually give that advantage. Oh, yeah. So let me do that one more time. Wisdom save. 
it's a nine, so it definitely succeeds. On a failed save target, there's a disadvantage on perception other than you until the spell ends. So it's essentially wanting to attack just you, right? That's what I think. Yeah, it's basically just like wants only him. It will go after okay. only him. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Um, and I am going to uh, fly um, towards Reyna. Um, <laughs> and um, I just see a vicious uh, attack dog coming after you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and the, I'm, I'm like flying and I'm like squawking at you. Like, I'm getting the ball in one place. <laughs> Except in a southern accent. It's like you lose which I totally, southern which accent. I, which I totally squawk. dropped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm now um, 100 feet. 100 feet. And, and 10 up. And... I, I would say now with the decline, if 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 you're not, are you staying at, at, at the same L elevation at what you're at? Like, are you going straight across, or are you actually just wanting to stay ten feet above? I'm trying to get across straight across as fast as possible, so I'm staying at the same height above. So okay. it's a decline, so, though. So are you trying to stay at your elevation, or are you trying to go down with the gradient at the oh, level? I'm trying to use all of my fifty feet of movement to get towards Reyna. So now you're 100 feet and 15 feet uh, from the from the. Ground. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And does that end, end your turn? Yes, it does. Okay, it's the miner's turn. Uh, they're able to catch up with you, garnish, and they're like, oh, uh. Let me double check the name here. Uh, Yotel look, looks just looks look, look at you with this just just absolute disgust. Garnish like you're supposed to be fighting. I am fighting, fighting from a distance. Okay, and so now they are 100 feet from the building, and that ends their turn. Now it's the Dread Pulse turn. So they are 90 feet from you. Mm -hmm. So they are going to double dash and get right up next, right up next to you, Reyna. Both uh, Smokey and the uh, uh, the one, and they're going to flank you. Love that for them. And then the one that's so that uses their action and there's movement and then um, uh, the one that's chasing after Alan is going to use 50 of its 60 feet of movement and try again to pounce pounce on you oh okay uh, pounce on Alan oh and can it pounce into the air enough yes uh, okay. It allows them to leap up to 30 feet. Oh, dang. <laughs> if I was smarter, I would have spent God some of that damn. going up. <laughs> right? These yeah. are some bad uh, motherfuckers. Yeah. 
I mean, 60 feet, and they have some very long, skinny legs. So they're gross. So, yeah, so... Just like able to yoink and be three stories up, man. Yep. So, 21. Let me. That hits. I still got to roll the 1d4. Right. Okay, so subtract by four, so does a 17 hit? I have an armor class of 17. Okay, so does that, that mean it hits or misses? Hit. Just, just, hits. just hits. Yep, so can I have you make... Wait, does that mean it just hits? Yeah, if it beats it, it beats, beats it. Beats it. Okay. okay. Beats it, beats it, thank you. So can I have you make a strength saving throw? No! <laughs> um... And you do already take the 12 piercing damage. Yep, I rolled a 4, but I'm going to spend a luck trying to re-roll that one. Okay. I rolled a 17, I'll take that. Okay, you succeeded. So, it is able to bite you, but you're able to sh shake it off, and you take 12 points of piercing damage. Awesome, and can somebody remind me how to check my concentration? Roll a con save on your yep. character sheet under saving throws first. That is a 12. So that and I took 12 damage. Yep. So it's so either it's... 10 or the amount of damage. Um, okay, but either way, I passed it, yeah, right? That would be pass. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so they're still feigned? Yes. Okay. That ends their turn. Reyna, you're at the top. All right, I am being flanked, I heard. Yep. Okay. We are going to quicken spell. And we're going to do shocking grass to one behind me or on the opposite side. Okay. 25 to hit. 25 to hit, and that's a touch spell, so yeah, that hits. Three damage. They cannot take reactions. Must okay, they cannot take reaction. Flip around, hit the other one, or try to. Okay. 22 to hit. That, that hits. And that is going to be another nine damage. Okay, so uh, the 25, so the one that was behind you, was, was that the one that... Uh, was damaged or or the one that has not been damaged yet i believe the first one i attacked would be the damaged one the first one okay and then so, it, no. so it's looking pretty rough and then the other one's nine mm -hmm. okay and they don't get to take reactions until the start of its next turn so i'm actually going to book the 30 feet towards okay. um alan and get ready to grab their wing on my turn. Okay. Sounds good. So you end your turn? Yes. Garnish, it's your turn. Excellent. Uh, how far away are the two that were just up on uh, Rena? Um, you are... So you were in 70 feet, so you are 70 feet from her? Okay. All right. I, I thought it was about 70 feet. Um, okay. So I should be about 70 feet from both of those fellas. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to do a, a 
firebolt on Smokey. I think it's still up. Smokey, yep. Does Eleven does not hit. hit. Nope. Uh, cool. And then, uh, do I see any boulders that look above three feet in this area? Yeah. Yeah. There's a cool another boulder, probably ten feet to your to the east. Excellent. I'm going to use my movement, just kind of like walk that extra ten feet over that boulder, and then bonus action hide. Now that roll a stealth check. Twenty-nine. Oh yeah, you're very well hidden. Copy that. Okay. That is my move. Thank you very much. All right. Alan, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to. Okay. So we're almost done with all this coordinate geometry. Um, uh, I think Rada is 70 feet from me. Uh, so she, your movement speed's 30, right? Yes. Right now. She was a hundred. She ran 30. Yes. Um, so I am going to, um, oh man. Get to me. Just get to me. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to continue flying towards her while looking beneath me and casting vicious mockery. Um, Uh, 20 feet wait, I need to roll to hit first. Wait. Um, oh no, it's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. Okay, let's get that wisdom up. Uh, wisdom save. That's a three. It takes four damage. Four damage. Um, has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Disadvantage on next attack. Um, uh, and um, <laughs> I'm just going to continue uh, flying directly towards Reyna. I don't know if my altitude technically increases or not. I don't know how the gradient works. But another 50, so I'm closing the gap to, yep, so to, to, to 20 feet between us. Yeah, so you're probably at 20 feet. Okay. 20 feet across, 20 feet up. Yeah. Yeah, you're um, 50 feet from the deepest point. Yep. Okay. Uh, oh, and as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. Okay. Which gives me four more health. Um... Can you cast two spells at once? On the same. Uh, that was a cantrip, uh, vicious mockery. So you can do oh, vicious, is... you can do a cantrip and a spell as long as one's an action. Okay. One's yeah. Action. Okay. And healing words a, a, a bonus action. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so you heal eight points. Okay. Does that end your turn? Yeah. All right. It's the miners' turn. They run another fifty feet. 
They're 50 feet from the building. And they ending their turn. Now it's the Dreadpaw's turn. So, starting with the one that was attacking you, Alan, it's going to run up under you again and try to attack you again. And it's a dis disadvantage, right? With this, uh -huh. okay. Yep. So, disadvantage. It's going to do its pouncing bite. An eight, I assume, misses. Ooh, yep. Okay, so you're able to. You've vicious mockery just distracted it, so now it's tries to jump up, but of course it gets out gets out of the way. And um, now it's now that one's done, and the other two that were on Reina are going to get back around her. And they're both going to uh, claw at Reyna. Alright. Now, they both had to have advantage on the attack because mm -hmm. of pack, pack tactics. Pack packets? That new sauce yes. for the chicken tenders? Yes. <laughs> so, first one's going to attack. Does a 14 hit? Misses. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm lucky. 20s. Lucky. Burn and lucky. You're not getting critical on me. No. <laughs> Roll it again. <laughs> Let me. So lucky to, I was um, going to say, for lucky, can you reroll both of them? Or would you have to reroll? Whenever you make an attack roll, an ability check, or saving throw, or when an attack is made against you, you can choose to roll an additional d20 and choose which die to use. Okay. If you want to say I'm... that the advantage is just it doesn't work, that's totally fine. Because lucky doesn't really specify that. Yeah, I think it it only sub substitutes one one of the die. Perfect. All right, I'm taking critical damage. Let's go. So 19 points of piercing damage. Is it doubled because of critical or no? Or is that doubled? It is doubled. Love that. Okay. Right. I think it is. Yeah, it looks like it. So I see 2d8 yeah. plus three, and then I see 2d8 plus zero. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that first attack rolled very low. I got two ones on that one. <laughs> you know, it's payback for me rolling three earlier. <laughs> okay. So, the one tries to attack you, but the other one gets a big haunch of your. My thigh. Yeah. Yeah, your thigh. That'd be a big gashing wound there. And they end their turn. Raina, you're at the you're at the top. Alan sees me almost buckled, but I hold on, grit my teeth, and keep my I... hand out and hold my action. Okay, I didn't realize that I was muted that whole time. Um, I, I, well, does it matter if we subtract a D four from that attack roll? It won't matter. They'll still get okay, me. Okay, never mind. No. Yep, all right. 
So okay, sorry. I'm holding, no, holding your action. Yep. yep, holding my action until Alan touches my hand. Okay. Copy that. And then that's your the end the end of your turn? Yes. Okay, Garnish, you're up. Alright. Uh yeah, so I guess this back and forth. Uh how far am I from the action now? Probably a hundred feet, right? Um so So Regna did not move anymore from Correct. Um from last turn, so I'd say you actually moved a bit closer, only briefly, so I'd say you're probably um what is it? Um probably in five feet less than what it was, so that's sixty-five feet from it. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, well then, uh, since I'm attacking from a hidden spot, I would like to attack with advantage, using my firebolt. Okay. Attack at Smokey? Oh yeah, absolutely, sticking on Smokey. 16? Yep, that hits. 10 fire damage? Okay, you fling that firebolt, and... Uh, Smokey lets out a whale as it prances around as it its entire body catches on fire the scales or plates don't but it does its flesh does and it collapses so one dread falls down excellent um i will use my movement and bonus action to jump and duck and hide underneath another rock same rock or a different rock uh, probably a different rock. That way I can hopefully still hide. I feel like if I tried to hide behind the same rock, that's a little, little okay. sus. <laughs> okay, so you're probably... Um, um, you can either have a 10 foot to the south or 10 foot to the north. Uh, and the hut is south of us? Yeah, it's southwest. Uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take the south I'll take the southerly approach. Okay. Uh, that end your turn. Uh, yep. So move another ten feet to the south towards the hut and duck behind our boulder, and that is a twenty-four on my stealth roll. Copy that. All right. Thank you kindly. Okay. Alan, your turn. All right. I'm going to fly directly. And as I'm squawking, flapping, I'm going to let out one last vicious mockery before contact with Reyna. So a uh, vicious mockery at the at the same dog that's trying to get its chicken tenders. Um, uh, so um, it needs to take a wisdom saving throw again. Okay, so it's a 20 minus... Uh, uh, even if it gets a 4, it's going to pass the 15. Um, okay. So it passes. It passes. Um, but All right, I, I make contact with Reyna. Okay. You make contact with Reyna. Love that. All right. I, if it triggers my action, I would like to thunderstep towards the building. The building. Okay. 
So hang on, we get Thunderstep out there. And there's two of them on me right now. The third one's probably too far away. Um, only one. The other smoking, one. Smoking is smoking. Smoking is smoking. That's that's fine. We'd love a good smoking gun. All right. Okay. Yep. So it's too far. Um, Within ten feet of me, he will take damage. It's a con DC sixteen to take three D ten thunder damage, or half as much, on a successful save. Okay. And that's great damage. So, for me, so. Okay. Because I roll bad all the time. Oh, con save. 16, yeah. 16. 14, so it fails. So it takes 17 Love thunder that. damage. For them. And, now and you're going 90, 90 feet. Yep, as far as I get them without. Okay, so that's this one. And okay. in your campaigns, is drinking a potion a bonus action or an action? I will say it's a bonus. I would like to drink my greater healing potion, please. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can do that. Thank you. Let's do that. Is momentum conserved 14. through Thunderstep? Like, am I, like, yanking us away into the ground? I hope not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you hit me at Mach 4 when I touched your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rules is written, D&D doesn't really hold momentum rules, so it's really just flavor text, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. If you like it, the visual of it, I don't I don't think there's a... If DM wants us to roll, like, like, a deck I, save, I, I'll I like be down. The, I like the visual of me eating dirt, like, <laughs> once once we, we thunderstep away. Performance check. Do you manage the landing? <laughs> <laughs> or acrobatics do i turn it into a somersault yeah sure let's uh let's roll acrobatics check five. 22 Ooh. okay okay you do the like the tuck and twirl and you spread your wings across and take a knee <laughs> as you land excellent Okay, so guessing all that's resolved, so that ends your turn. Yes, thank you. Right? And mine, yep. Okay. So you are 90 feet from your position, so you're 60 feet on the other side. Um, so you're 140 feet from the building. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so the band, so the uh, miners. I think they've made it to the building now. So they've are shacking up there with glue rock stating outside. And that ends their turn. You guys move 90 feet away. So Actually, Alan could probably keep going if he wanted to cuz he moved down like 20 feet to me cuz he was 40 yeah. he was 20 feet up, 20 feet down above me yeah yeah he would have been uh 25 feet above so not sure how that works mathematically well it's um, pythagoras um 
I thought if it's 20 and 20. But anyway, in any case, I'm just going to stay beside Reyna. So. So one is 50 feet from the center and yeah, I think in either case, so the one's dead and the two that are left, they will both move and action dash toward you. One on Reyna, one on Alan. The one that's, of course, uh, enthralled on Alan. And because they've used their action, that's the end of their turn. Your turn, Reyna. Alright, one came up to me and said hello, is what I heard. Yes. Because if they dash, they have 120 feet of movement. Since they're in my face, I'm going to cast... I don't know. What am I going to do? I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, we're going to shocking grasp them. Okay. That's a 27 to hit. That hits. Love that. Eight damage. And then I'm going to turn and book it towards the building with my 30 feet. Okay. We're just we're trying to get to the building <laughs> without taking shots. As you as you run, I'm like, say what? <laughs> yeah. Two dogs next to me. <laughs> Penis fly trap dogs. <laughs> Reyna, what's your passive perception? It's a fifteen. Okay. At the end end of your turn, you notice or you feel a faint rumbling. Uh, okay, can I use my free action still or no? Yeah. I shout as loud as I can to Alan. Hopefully, Garnish can hear me and say something's under the ground, and that'll be it. Okay. Uh, and that's your turn? Yes, thank you. So you move 30 feet away? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So end your turn. Garnish, it's your turn. Uh, right, so uh, I also have the realization that they just thunderstepped right past me, didn't they? So I'm <laughs> probably 20 feet away on the wrong side of this. Um... And I don't see you because you're hidden. <laughs> don't see right? you. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, no I, I think you're still farther away. Because you had moved 70 feet away your first turn, then you've moved like an extra 10 feet. And I went towards so Alan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. As long as I'm on the um, hut side of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah uh, probably 10 feet. 10, 20 feet from them. Okay. How far am I from the um, the knolls? Knolls? Or not the knolls, the um, the, the the things, the bad guys. Uh, the Dread Falls. Uh, so they the are uh, 20 feet from you. Cool, cool, cool. Alright. 
All right, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and... Yeah, okay. So for my action, this is going to get a little bit fun. So for my action, I have this really fun feat. Uh, I'll just pull it up. So, uh, you learn to cast a darkness spell and can cast it with a spell slot or by spending two sorcery points. You can see through the darkness created by a spell if cast with sorcery points. So I'm going to use my action to spend the two sorcery points to cast darkness. Uh, right over where the dread paws are hanging out. Okay. And the fun part about this with magical darkness, uh, love this, is that creatures with dark vision can't see through the darkness. So, um, just plunge them into dark so that they don't get advantage on their swings. Then I'm going to run into the darkness uh, as well uh, and use my bonus action base. I'm not going to be able to attack this turn, so I'm just going to run in there um, and try to get into a hidden spot inside of the darkness. Um, my thought being if I don't want to get smacked, but also I'm looking forward to possibly smacking these things on their turn or on my next turn. Does the darkness encompass me? If they are right next to you, it would. It's a 15-foot radius. That encompasses me. Okay. But uh, things tend to fail things if they can't see. So my thinking was like, you might be able to cheese it. Also, reaction attacks, uh, if I remember correctly, an opportunity attack requires you to have sight of the thing that's running. There you go. Unless these guys have blind sight or tremor sight or any of the other sights. <laughs> and then, you know, then all for not. This spells great but except for these have, things. <laughs> but if they only have regular dark vision, then you have a chance uh, that to could be your, your get out of jail free card if you want to take it. Okay. Is that it? Uh, Is that end your turn? Yeah, that's it for me. Thank you very much. Okay. Alan, it's your turn. I was gonna do this cool rapier on guard thing, but I can't see anything. Um, so I am just going to back the heck out of there. Um, and uh, actually, what I, I, I can I hold? I think you can still make attacks just with disadvantage. Yep. Can I hold? Can I step out of the darkness and then hold my action to attack with a rapier if they exit the darkness? Yep. Yep. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Does that end your turn? Yes. Okay, the miners are doing their thing. Now the two dread paws. Hmm. Okay. Um. So the two are right next, right next to each other. Um. They can't see. So they are going to choose a direction. And go that way. Because they probably heard you make some move movements. What does that enthrall do again? 
Um, it is disadvantage on wisdom perception checks made to perceive any creature other than you until the spell ends. Or until the target can no longer hear you, but not no longer see. Okay, so it is that. So it's going to... I'm just kind of like, yeah, poochie, 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 poochie. So it's probably going to go, since it hears direction, it's probably going to go right, right towards you. And then the other one's going to take a random direction. Okay. And it's going to go straight as well. Um, so they're both going to come out of the darkness and you see both of them right in your face. So, got a one here. So, as they are exiting the darkness, since I was up in there with them, would I get an opportunity attack? Because I can see them just fine. Um, yes, because it's a 15 foot spear, so you would have been within that, or one of them would have passed you. Right. And then advantage, because they didn't, I'm tagging from an unseen spot, right? Okay, so 22. Yep, that hits. Just with a dagger. That gives me a dagger attack. And that would also give me, because I attacked with advantage, sneak attack. Which one are you going for? The one that's I've enthralled or the other one? Uh, probably the other one. one. Uh, was sneaker attack already rolled, or, or or is it rolled twice? Oh, it did already roll. Yeah, so that should have just been the seven damage total. Okay. I just didn't see that it had already rolled, but yes. Okay. So uh, this one's looking pretty rough. Ha, ha, rough. Ha. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Says so that. So that happened. They, they come out of the darkness and then your your held action occurs. Yes. Um, I'm going to roll to hit with my rapier. Does a 16 hit? Yes, it does. Alright. It takes 10 damage. This is the one that's always been chasing me. Okay. So it still looks pretty healthy. Does enthrall end when it takes damage? Nope. It only seems to end after one minute, um, or when I lose concentration, or when it can no longer hear me. Got it. Okay. Which is really fucked up now that I think about it. <laughs> like if this thing was not as fast moving, I could just be like piercing it the whole time. Mm -hmm. That's evil. Yep. Cool. Okay. Um, so you take your action, and now they're both on you, and they're going to take their actions. Because rain is too far. Fun, 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 fun. And they have pack tactics, and they're going to claw at you. First one's a 16. That just bounces off my armor. 
Thought I got thanks to the, thanks to the mage armor. Hey, looking out for you. Okay, so it's actually a twelve, so that still misses. And then the other one is a fourteen, and that misses. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Yep, you're able to deflect their claw attacks at you. And that ends their turn. So they're both on you. And then Reyna, you're at the top. All right, we are gonna do, 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 do. firebolt and we'll hit the one that is enthralled. Once it rolls, 25 to hit. That hits. I'm gonna make that uh, 11 damage. Good damage. Thank you, thank you. And I'm gonna keep running back towards the shack. Please okay. let me know when I'm in about 30 feet of it. Okay. So you went 90 feet, so you were 70 feet, then 30 feet. No, you were. 30 feet, so you were 60 feet, then another 30 feet, so 90 feet, and then another for 30 feet, so you're 120 feet. Perfect. So you're 80 feet from it. 80 feet, okay. Thank you. That's my turn. Yeah. Okay. Garnish, it's your turn. I am also going to firebolt from the darkness. <laughs> okay. Hello, darkness, my old Anyway. <laughs> Alright, so that's a dirty 20. Okay, that hits. And 7 damage. And which one are you attacking? Uh, the... Uh, probably the one that's not enthralled. Okay. So, so like the first one? Yes, this one... Like... Yep, so like the first one that you singed, this one also goes up in smoke. Hooray. Now you're left with one left. So pack tactics. So pack tactics is no longer in play. Yeah, All and this right. is the one that's like fully enthralled, right? So, yep. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to then dash out of the darkness, look for any kind of boulder or rock, and just hide behind, hide behind the nearest rock that I see. Okay. And you're and you're able to do that. Thank you kindly. Okay, Alan, your turn. Now that only one of them is around, and um, my friends are sort of on either side of me, I'm going to stand my ground and make them the rapier attack. Okay. Twenty-five to hit. That hits. And eight damage. Yep. It's looking pretty banged up, but not, not not as bad as what the other one looked. And it just has to attack me. Yep. So that's done, and then this one just going to attack. This is the advantage. Claws attack. 20. Let's see what the bang does. 
Open for a four. <laughs> you got it. Alright. And it ends up stern. Alright. Arena, you're up. Sorry, can we see what the miners are up to? Yeah, they like, are. They are within. They are within the shed. Can't see them from where you guys are. Okay. Um, and they're just hiding. All right. They're making sacrifices to Cthulhu in there. Okay. <laughs> Don't do anything too hasty. We've got this covered. Right. Got ten percent of the iron ore hall on the line, or whatever. <laughs> All right, my okay. turn. Both of these yep. suckers are still alive. Nope, just uh, the, the one that's enthralled. Love that. I will smack it again with Firebolt. Okay, roll for attack. Ooh, 16. That hits. Love that. Seven points of damage. Okay. And... This one's looking pretty banged up. Okay. And now I should be 50 feet away from the shack if I move my 30 feet. Yep. Cool. I will do that in my turn. Okay. All right. Garnish. All right. I mean, follow suit. Yeah. So, um, firebolt from my hidden location. All right. Uh, 14. That just hits. Oh, lovely. All right. And that's another eight points of fire damage. Hey, how do you want to do this? Uh, so I don't feel like I've done a lot of this burning up stuff. So I, I think it's just, you know, he, he pops up from behind a rock. Um, you see this fireball appear in his hands. He launches the bolt of fire and it hits the knoll. Um, you know, it hits the guy. He goes up in, in flames as he burns. Uh, you see, um, Garnish kind of poke his head around. Doesn't see anybody else. He hops up on top of the rock and he just starts dancing. He's like, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Didn't even get hit. Easiest fucking fight ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ray is like limping. Oh, you did so good. <laughs> <laughs> the best time to rub, rub it in is when your friends are bleeding profusely. Absolutely. <laughs> Alan, are you okay? Did you make it? I'm fine. I I honestly feel kind of bad for him, though. He's the thing that just immolated in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, since the battle's over, you guys do get a closer look, and you see its tongue for the first time. It looks like it looks like one of those. Um, I don't know what they're called, but they're the like Hibiscus? something you see. Uh, like a proboscis no. or like a tube? Yeah, like a tube. It's it's like uh, like one of those underwater sea things that sort of has like the frills at the end. Oh. That's just a big tube. Yeah. Ew. Yep. <laughs> and that's its that's its feeding mechanism where it sucks the blood. 
Yeah. Am I okay. still hearing the tremors underneath my feet? Make a perception check. Okay. Let's see here. I will use a lucky to get that to be better than an eight. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. So with a fifteen, uh, you do still notice the tremors. Uh, they're not close. But with that perception, you also look around and you notice you're missing one of the dread paws next to a pound of mound of fresh dirt. Friends, we need to back away from these right now. Like right now, and I grab them both by their collars and I start backing up. Like, we need to back up. <laughs> so, you guys do that. And, um, you see the, the earth sort of shift as there's something underneath the ground. And, um, you see snout pop up from the ground, bite onto one of the dead dread paws and then take it back on, on, uh, underground. I think that's one of our ravenous small friends. How? Where's the closest boulders? Um. Yeah, I'd I'd say about this time you guys have made made it back toward the cabin. So it, it, from what you guys can tell, it doesn't seem like the Raven Smalls are after you guys. They just want the dread paws. Okay. Yep. Oh, sit here like, what spells do I have left? <laughs> so, okay. Cool. Yeah. I can just aviate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Raven Smalls are not something that new guys want to fight. <laughs> No, no, I do not. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> That's why I was like, where's a boulder I could stand at so they don't hear my feet through the ground? Uh, okay. Yep, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that, um, you guys have, have fought off the dread paws and Bentham comes up and con con congratulates you guys for and thanks you guys for saving them. But he does say though that um, with the moles being here, they they feel safer. But um, after that thunder step, they think they should probably go because of how loud it how loud loud it was. I'm afraid there might be more dread paws on the way. Oh, well, I mean, I think we could continue keeping a lookout for them. We could, I can go pop up again and we could take all three more then. That went all right. We've faced worse. I look over the two of them and I'm like, you remember how 
how like how very fast those folks were, don't you? Like those things show up. I I don't think we're gonna have a lot of warning to get out of here if like a dozen show up at once, you know? Well, he might have a point. Besides, remember, rule number one. When it's Share. dangerous, leave the area. Oh, yeah. Leave. Yep. Leave. <laughs> rule number one, leave. Rule number one. If it looks dangerous, just leave. Because if we stay here and get greedy, we're going to go home empty-handed, you know? Like, we... We might survive another attack, but these folks aren't. If we if we get unlucky, this is a lot of ground to cover. I understand. I know I ruin things sometimes. We should go. Okay. Oh, you learned that one from your fucking husband, huh? She... Sounds like something he would have said. She tears up just a little bit. Oh, no. Stipples it away and, <sighs> and make sure she stands too tall so that uh, you can't climb up her shoulder. Yeah, just kind of. I'm sorry. That was maybe that was a little bit rough. I just figured, you know, it looked like we all got a little beat up. You used to not talk about yourself that way. You used to be, you know, confident and whatnot. I suppose you're right. It's just. It's been a day. It's been a few hours. We should. Do what Brent Brentham says and and head out. I turn to Brentham and ask, like, "Well, how much did you get in the time that we in fact that you had?" Well, we got half a basket full, so we might have to come back out again, but this will make do for the time being. I said uh, a, a whisper. Um, Whatever it's called, not a, a whisper. Message. Um, a, a, a message to my my peers. Um, like job insurance. I smile up at Alan and just nod. Very proud. Tear forms in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> While that's happening, you say job insurance. Uh, Raina's gonna go to the ground where there's one of those fresh whole dirts where a mole had just been. I'm going to try to use beast, uh, speech of beast and leaf one more time. And just ask, Mr. Mole, if it's not too much trouble, would you be willing to help us bring some ore back to the town? I'm sure I could help you in the next few weeks find some more of those dread paws that you like so much. Roll a was it charisma check or persuasion? It's a, it's a all charisma check. So whether a charisma yeah. check or persuasion, which one would you like? Uh, persuasion with advantage. Okay. Twenty six. Okay. Okay. You see. You feel you feel you feel a rumbling, and out of the ground pops a nose the size of a basketball, and some whiskers, and some big eyes, black eyes, 
and they look at you. Oh, hello. And then I'm going to say, just, I'm going to do the motion, just, just wait right there, because I assume they're still understanding me. I'm going to grab one of the oars from the bag on a ghoul rock's back. Let me see one of these. I'm like, can you help me find more and bring them? And I gesture to the rock. It goes under the ground. And, uh, yeah, it does that. It brings pr pretty much more ore than what, uh, glue rock can carry. Hell yeah. I will scratch it under its chin and say, thank you so much. I promise I'll be out in the next couple of weeks to help you find some more of those creatures. Make a sleight of hand check. Uh-oh. <laughs> Damn it. I've got a little more lucky. Let's uh let's see. I'm gonna whoo, I'm gonna lucky it because I'm scared now. Okay. <laughs> I'm very scared. Oh, the twelve was better. The twelve was better. Okay. So as you're scratching its chin, yeah. Feel something wet. Can I can I have you make a, make a con save? Oh no! What is that? Seventeen. <laughs> okay. You feel like something's coming out coming over coming over you, but you're just able to shrug it off. Oh, it's probably gonna communicate with me or something. Don't try again. <laughs> yeah, you sick. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll try again. He's not attacked me. He's not hurting me. Okay. So, so I'll continue to tickle his chin, and if I feel something coming over me this time, I will let it happen. No. Yeah. No. Why? He's not hurting. You're gonna get eaten. You're gonna get eaten. You're gonna go to the the the, the flytrap wolves. Okay. So you do that. You feel the wetness again from its saliva. And uh, you feel your body starting to lock up. Uh-oh. <laughs> About the boss fight, guys. <laughs> oh, no. So you are poisoned and paralyzed for one hour. We were in the clear! But they don't seem to want to hurt you. It's so. just the saliva is that. Okay. Yeah. So. Luckily, you're so cool. <laughs> yeah. I've got you so much ore. You better be tearing my ass back to town. <laughs> Arena the statue. Um, I look up to Alan and go, I ain't helping. I, I can't lift her. Just wait an hour, it's fine. Yep. I'm I'm casting Tiny Hut and I'm putting her in it. Okay. Just sit in Tiny Hut. <laughs> I don't know. Play cards. I have cards. I'm gonna play solitaire waiting for you to unparalyze for an hour. I have less restoration too. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. So, yeah, okay. you guys wait, and then uh, you guys start ma making your trip back with the full uh, Raina gets cured, and you guys make your way back to town. And um, the journey comes to an end, and Bretham gives you your guys' cut, uh, which is three 300 gold for the three of you to split. And that concludes this one shot. Woohoo! Yay! Super fun, Dave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was really good. I enjoyed that immensely. I'm, gl I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. So, okay, so Kron, I don't know how much you want to give up because it sounds like you might want to do more shots with this uh, world. So, Beast Kron, it's where the spines kind of are the mountain range that encircled the town a little bit. Like we're in the sh that town is in the shadow of those spines, the mountains. Yeah, Kron is the mountain. Kron's like a, a mountain sort range. of like a yeah, yeah. He's like a gigantic sort of like half between a cow and a goat sort of creature that's oh. just laying down, and that's cool. the mountain range. Just for a perspective of how big these beasts are. Or can get. That's cool. I like the idea of politics evolving within that. And yep. that people are like getting magic through them, but they're like asleep. So it's like you're, it's Cthulhu esque a little bit. I like it. Well, this is probably one of the only few that sleep. The others are much, much more active. Like there's there like there's one sort of evil one I have thought of that's like cross between a worm and cross cross between sort of like an ang anglerfish. Oh, that's terrible. So it so it lives with its mouth open, and then as it has that sort of anglerfish light, as things get closer to its mouth, it snaps shut. That sounds like a sea campaign, and I'm all for it when you want to run that. Mm. <laughs> I yeah, I love all of this. This is a it, it's a really cool world too. I think it's it's been a long time since I've gotten to play in like this world where everything's kind of down on their luck. It's not like there's major cities around. You know, it's not like there's major cities and guilds and everything you could ever need. It's just yonder the, across the horizon. Like this is a really like I don't know, it, it seems like a very roguish like I don't know almost outland kind of campaign or setting and i really i really enjoy that of the idea of you know people down on their luck trying to get by but not really capital city so to speak yep but it's very wild where it's like the entire atmosphere is hostile like uh yeah. like uh, the one night to where things got quiet um I, if you had a higher reception, you would have seen like a creature just stalking there within the bushes, not paying mind, mind to you guys, but a predator just walking by. <laughs> That's a good way to so. get us to firebolt into the distance. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, not that we need to draw any more attention. Right. <laughs> the borbs of light in a, a musical <laughs> rendition. <laughs> oh my god, Stroke of Genius, the goblin is the ogre's mom. I love that oh, so much. So good. I love it. I love how, so I don't know how much those two we actually talked about, but that, like, in the Discord at, during this game, we're like, fuck Jackson, man, he's gonna die. So, <laughs> cannon fodder, send him in, let him go. We'll adopt his kid, it's fine. <laughs> yep, Jackson survived, Jackson survived, which, yeah, when I first set up the encounter, I thought it would be much smaller scale, but I me mean, thinking how big a quarry is, like, ooh, I better make that bigger. So, originally the encounter was them going after um, the ogre. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. Mm. Big prey item yeah. to take down. Mm. Yep. And they would have considered that the, the biggest threat. Oh, that's um, right. and, and then if you guys started attacking that and attacking them, then then they would have split off. Um, and then with um, yeah, it, I did nerf them quite heavily compared to, to their original build because I based them off, uh, one of the types of wolves, I think. Oh, okay. Not a dire wolf, but a giant wolf, um, which was a challenge rating of four. And us squishy sorcerers and rogues and bards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which... For, 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 fortunately for you guys, they didn't hit that often. I, that one hit I got brought me down to more than half of my health. So I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh, Long yeah. Johnson, help me. <laughs> yeah, currently they're at plus five to hit. Originally they were plus eight to hit. So. Put them in dead three rounds. <laughs> I was waiting for a chance to use Wither and Bloom on them, but just they, they were always around somebody on our sides. So I was like, I don't want to send that off. So. Yep. Yep. They're pretty. I, I had a similar thought with the uh, Ice Knife of because they were always in melee, I didn't want to hit you guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it, so it was a weird sort of field where both the field benefited casters, but the monster did not. Mm -hmm. We had plenty of. Yeah, honestly, that Sorry, go ahead. No, that was it. Go for it. I was going to say, so we actually had a conversation in a different Discord chat uh, not too long ago about how in a lot of a lot of D&D &D sessions, one-shots, campaigns, etc., it's very rare that you get a battle map where it actually shows sense of scale. So, like, there are certain spells like Eldritch Blast with the right perks, you can get a range of, like, 1,200 feet, which is really cool. But most battle maps are, like, maybe 120 feet from end to end so this idea of doing fight uh doing this combat in this giant quarry was actually kind of a it's actually kind of a unique thing that i wish i saw more of in, a, in the games that i play yeah which that's something that i think with this sort of setting that's probably going to build more with because a lot a lot of outdoor would, would probably with this sort of setting it builds more toward the outdoor sort of setting so unless if you're in a cave or in a very clustered area, it's going to be a big, big area. And considering with how big some of the monsters can be, you have to have those big spaces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
So yeah, and also kudos on the NPCs. Of like five NPCs, and you got the whole gambit of reactions. Of <laughs> I loved it. Alan, Alan joining a new family and uh, <laughs> ready to get rid of Jackson. And it was, it was really fun. I feel like we had a whole gambit of personalities in this. It was cool. If yeah. We, if we had more time, we would have just adopted them all and made our own adventures guild. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right. The uh, oh, I forgot the orcs name. I have it listed. Um, yeah, the orc that you're trying to get to run away from home and join our mercenary band. <laughs> yeah. Yolta, uh... Yolta, yeah, yeah. I it was. Yolta, yep. Yolta is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I see Yolta, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we really... run away in a future campaign that's something like, I don't yep. know, hey, let's go! It's like, oh, no! <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm, well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Yes. So, thank you so much. Yep. yep, you are very welcome. You're very welcome. Yeah, the moles. I was kind of plan planning to do a Deus Ex Machina if <laughs> the monsters and ended up being too powerful, but you guys were able to clean them up pretty neatly. Can't trip and slice them to death. <laughs> just get yeah. I was afraid there was gonna be like a phase two somewhere, so I was like, maybe save the rest of my spell slots. Yeah, no, this is something that I just wanted to be simple with uh, one battle, just to try to get it out, out of the way, and with it being home homebrewed character, definitely want to get that done, which, yeah, I did the pouncing bite based around, around the Aarakocos flight just in case you did decide to go way up high just to have something to help out with so. yeah. yeah it was cool well, again thank you guys um if I do this campaign city again, it would probably not have to be a Wednesday. So just a That's heads fair. up with that. That's <laughs> very fair. But this was a very fun way for me to spice up my week. Thank you for listening. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Well, so. if you guys don't mind, I'll take a sound. Say, listeners, if you want to see any of us DM future one shots or chronicles, you want to see more of these games. Feel free to hit us up on our social media. Say you want to have Dave back as a DM. You want to have us back as players. Happy to do that. Uh, please check out our podcast. We post every Tuesday. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed this one shot. And thank you again so, so much, uh, Dave, for DMing for us. This was a lot of fun. And everyone, just remember, dorks are dangerous. Bye! Bye! See you.